back, Fantasy Football Yoda Podcast. Dom, what's up, man? What's going on, E? Happy New Year. 2021 is finally here. We got um, an exciting slate of games after doing a show last week on Christmas. Now, still celebrating the holidays, doing a show on New Year's. New Year's Day. Happy New Year's. Yeah, Happy New Year's to everybody. I love uh, something about New Year's. I really love the Rose Bowl. On a side note, yeah, there's something about the Rose Bowl, the New Year's Day uh, bowl game. Should we? I just really can I, love. Can I get your quick predictions for the college football playoff today? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, I got I got Clemson. I got Trophy Boy, uh, Trevor Lawrence winning. And I got the tide, man. It's just gonna be what it has been for the past like five years. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. The 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 New Year's Day, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. That's the one you look forward to. But the fact that the college football playoff, I'm right there with you. I don't think it's too exciting today. I'm not even sure if I'm gonna pay too much attention to it. I got Bama and Clemson, pretty comfortably. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I'm not. I'm not really looking forward to it at all. Um, looking forward to Sunday. That is for sure. Looking forward to it. Um, I guess let's get let's right it. into it. Uh, we'll start. No, no prime time. I mean, I guess we could touch on the prime time game. We could just get it out the way. How about that? You want to go Philly and, and the football I team do. first? I do. This is a huge game, man. Obviously, the NFC East is way, way up for grabs. Um, Whoever wins the division, the the <laughs> how crazy is that? The best record could be seven and nine. Seven and nine to win a division. But anyway, um Washington at Philly. Washington chokes. Washington chokes. That's how I'm feeling. I see Philly plus two right now, so I'm calling the upset. And Washington's just gonna choke, man. They just you know, living in this area for so long, you just understand that. And it was such a good call for you, from you last week to pick that Carolina, pick Carolina over Washington. And it played oh, out yeah. so perfectly. Like, that's a great thing that they released Haskins, but they're still going to choke, man. Hertz is still doing well. They're going to find a way <clears throat> to make sure that that D-line doesn't just take over the game. The Eagles are frustrated. They lost that week one game. I really, really think Philadelphia is going to give Washington fans something to be pissed at for the rest of the offseason. I really do. Also, it's in Philly. I got to – what was – I know after week one they were saying that that was the first time Washington beat Philly. I can't remember how many games, but I know they had a little win streak going. I think they get the win streak started back again. I think they do. And I think it's because they've found something toward the end of the season – to try and ride on, which is Jalen Hurts, and Washington hasn't. They're just crumbling. Their only their only hope right now is that they tried to, you know, they cut out some of the cancer really with uh, Dwayne Haskins. I don't I don't like linking people to cancer, but they that's their only hope. Yeah. That's their only hope is that they they got rid of that negative energy, that immaturity. That's all. they're I mean, yeah, they're playing for the division, but. Philly's gonna Philly's that type of annoying team that without even playing for anything except being the spoilers, they're like perfectly fit for that. I'm going with the Eagles, man. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh 
go give me give me twenty six twenty six to eighteen. You know I like those weird scores. Yeah, good take, Dom, on the birds against the football team. I've been going back and forth on this game. I really don't know. I th- I think it's a coin flip game. Fletcher Cox is a question mark to play in this one. That concerns me because Washington's been able to run the ball pretty well. Even last week, they ran the ball pretty well. And uh, Scott Turner, he abandoned the run in the second half. I think it was premature. I think he still had time to stay within his offense. And... I like Heineke. I like Heineke if he starts. Alex Smith, if he starts and Heineke has to come in, I kind of like that um, as well. And Hertz is going to play hard. There's no doubt about it. Hertz is going to play hard. And I don't like picking teams that have to win, just linking to them, oh, yeah, they have more to play for. I, I think Philly's going to they're going to give it a good try, man. They're going to come out there and they're going to play really hard. Um, I don't think anybody's thinking about Cabo or Mexico <laughs> vacations yet. You know, I think think they're going to play really hard. Hertz wants to prove himself as well. I got, but I got Washington winning this one. I think by ten points. I'm going to go out there and say wow. ten points. I think they that defense really stifles Jalen Hurts. He kind of showed. Some rookie NFL quarterback tendencies last week. I remember at Alabama, Hurts, he would really, we were talking about composure last week Mm -hmm. with him, and he doesn't want to turn the ball over. So I feel like he's afraid to make tight window throws, and if he can't run and escape, then he's just throwing the ball away. I think he did that a ton. I think. I think it drove Saban crazy, if, if I remember correctly, when he was at Alabama. Like, he just would not make any plays. He just, up, throwing the ball away, up, I'm running, up, no one's there, I don't know what to do. And I think that's going to happen this week, again, kind of how it happened last week against Dallas. And my score prediction, I will go, I'll go... Uh, 24-17. I'll, I'll make it a seven-point game. 24-17 football team over the Eagles. Dom, let's go into the most exciting game. What's yours? <laughs> My most exciting game is the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. And it is because... Whoa. It is because <laughs> we are officially on the clock Trevor Lawrence is officially a Jacksonville Jaguar. I could not be any more excited. I could not be. So in my mind, I'm treating this. What if they trade the pick? Any, any no shot. They trade the pick? No what get, shot. What if, what if you get offered four no first No shot rounds? whatsoever. I don't care what anybody offers. I wouldn't even pick up the phone. Honestly, I'm tipping my hand. I don't care because I, I, the only reason you wouldn't tip your hand is, you know, if you we're trying to field uh, some calls. I'm not trying to field any calls. I'm taking this guy. I would literally let everyone know that the Jets are on the clock eight months in advance. However however far out we are, I don't think it's eight months, but we, I mean, they're on the clock. 
Trevor Lawrence is a Jacksonville Jaguar. Whoever wants to trade up with New York, go ahead and trade up with them. But this is exciting for me. I'm, I'm throwing a wrench in there. This is 2021. To me, the new season has started. We now have the face of our franchise. I'm going with this one. Let's go in there and knock the Colts off. Now that we have the one seed locked up, let's wow. sweep them. Let's knock them off. Wow. Keep them out of the playoffs. Very, very, very long shot, okay? We, we hold the uh, Rams' first-round pick because of the Jalen Ramsey trade. If the Rams can lose and not make the playoffs and either the Colts or the Titans don't make the playoffs, that pick becomes the 17th pick as opposed to being anywhere later in the first round. So a first overall pick and a 17th pick, I mean, that is ridiculous. But that's what I'm rooting for. Very, very, very unlikely. Um, but that's my most exciting game. I'm, I'm excited. I'm a fan. I'm showing my fandom this week. That's what I'm doing because it's 2021. The new season, in my mind, has started. Let's build off of something. Let's sweep the Colts. Let's keep them out of the playoffs. Let's play spoiler. Fanboy, what's your score? Oh, um, oof. Even though it's my most exciting, can I pick us to lose? <laughs> Because I certainly <laughs> yeah. don't think we will win. I'd like to. Okay, so 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 you're taking it back. It's certainly my most exciting game still, but I definitely, I really, really respect the Colts. I think they got a lot of maturity. Um, I'm excited. It's my most exciting game. I'm not <laughs> saying that it has to be anybody else's. I'm excited for the new year. Doesn't even necessarily mean that I think we keep it that close. I'll, I'll give us cover in the spread. I'll say we'll lose thirty to twenty. Um, but nonetheless, it's my most exciting game because now we are an actual franchise and we're actually going in a, in a, in a direction, an upward direction. Yeah. Now, what's really interesting is that this game is at four o'clock right. and the Miami Baltimore Cleveland games are at one o'clock. So really, Indy might, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to shake out. But if Miami, Baltimore, and Cleveland wins, I mean, what's going to be going through Indy's mindset? They're just going to be hoping that Houston can beat Tennessee. And I think Houston can beat Tennessee. I really do. Um, as long as Deshaun Watson plays and that hand is healthy, there's a chance for the Colts to win the division. So there's still something to play for. But if one of those three teams loses, then Indies all go, oh, my gosh, drubbing. They're, the Jaguars will get dragged. They will get dragged. If Miami or Baltimore or Cleveland loses, one of those three teams loses and opens up the door where the Colts control their destiny, it is going to be a knockout blow of the biggest proportions. Um, Indy's going to win this game. Even if Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland win, and it's only up to Tennessee, they're going to come out, finish this thing the right way. But if they get that added juice, that added motivation, if Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland loses, oh, my gosh, this, this score could get into the 50s and by the third quarter. Um, I'll go 44, Jacksonville 10. <laughs> 
<laughs> just just a complete <laughs> drubbing, man. I was I was excited last week, man. We haven't seen a fifty burger in a while, and I thought um the the Buccaneers were gonna put fifty, but suck up kept missing the field goals, man. They're, they just stood at forty seven, but I wanted to see fifty. That Detroit Lions deserves to get fifty on them. <laughs> um, we'll see if the Colts can get it done this week. Jaguars are definitely thinking about Cabo. Definitely. They're all in. <laughs> My most exciting game, Dom. Oh man, I feel like I forgot it. Wait, wait. Oh no, 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 no. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles yeah, Rams. Game. Yeah. Even without Goff, I, I think I think it gets more exciting without Goff. I think this Wolford kid's gonna make it more exciting than what Goff led offense would make it. And I also like that they signed Blake Bortles. Because <laughs> if Bortles gets in the game, oh, man, this, I, this is much watch, must-watch TV if Bortles gets in the game. Uh, I think Arizona is going to lose this one. I got Los Angeles. I got the better defense. Sean McVay will make sure that this offense scores points. I mean, they put up almost 40 points against the Cardinals uh, two weeks ago when they played them in Arizona, and they made it look easy. That Cardinals defense is bad, man. It is so bad. They can't stop the run. They're soft. That secondary is not great. I mean, they have some players back there with Buda Baker and Peterson and Kirkpatrick. Um, but... Banjo, the other safety, he's not like great. Even Kirkpatrick's not that great. Peterson's having a down year. It's it's a below average secondary. It is, and I don't know what they're doing with Isaiah Simmons. So I I trust Sean McVay. I trust Sean McVay to get it done. Kyler's gonna be gimpy. He's gonna try. That means he's not gonna be able to run the ball very effectively, right. most likely. And they're going against a good front in Los Angeles. I think Michael Brockers is out. And um, I think Cooper Cup is probably not going to play either. That's something to monitor. But even with all that, even with all that, I like I like L.A. to win this one. I think it is going to be exciting. Score, I'll go 27 for the Rams. I'll go 20 for the Cardinals. I'm... I'm definitely picking Arizona. I like what you're saying there, but there's just there's they they gotta. I mean, Wolford. I'm with you on that. I mean, I'm tired of Jared Goff, <laughs> but they're really gonna have to run the ball for five yards every first down and stay ahead of the chains. I think, which and which you're gonna yeah, be able could, to do it, man. It could happen. I watched that 49ers game last week. Man, the Cardinals. De- I mean, it's it's like at this point in the season, you know what defenses are. You can't hide who you are, man. You just can't hide it. Cardinals are. Soft. I'm with you, but they they gotta have fight, man. They they just have to. There's no other way. You did touch on the Michael Brockers being out. Um, I think I think Kenyon Drake's a guy who could have a, a good game. Kyler Murray, I'm not sure how he's gonna play, but I think Kenyon Drake and. Kenyon Drake being the player that he is, I think he he'll be focused, he'll be ready. He shows that he can play, you know, tough toward the end. Last season he showed that toward the end of the season he could still run hard and play tough. Um, 
And so with Brockers being out, I think that helps the um, Cardinals' stance from trying to run the ball a little bit more. I just expect them to be able to put it together. Like, you, 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 got, you got everything you need. Everything's in your favor. You have the advantage. Just go ahead and take care of business. And I think they have what it takes. I do. I, I've, I've been up and down on them, but um, I, tr- I trust that they'll be able to do do what they need to against such a depleted Rams team. I mean, my goodness, that's just that's just not fair, really. It really isn't. I mean, if this was any other team um, above Arizona, I'd feel confident in like a blowout, blowout, you know, just because it is Arizona. But yeah. the fact, let's just, I want to really focus on the fact that the Rams are struggling. They're, they're, they're struggling to put together some things. So I'm going with Arizona. I'm going to give them a 29-17 ugly win. I don't know how to get to 29, but I do smell a defensive touchdown in there somewhere. Um, so, yeah, I think the birds I think the birds take care of business. It's really interesting, that game. I guess we'll touch on it just for the listeners, that this game really doesn't mean anything if Chicago right. loses. Um, well, it does. I mean, Cardinals would need to win to get in. But if the Cardinals win, Los Angeles loses, and the Bears lose, then both Arizona and Los Angeles get into the playoffs, and the Bears are out. So, but the other way, if Los Angeles beats the Cardinals and Chicago loses, then Chicago's in and the Rams are in. And then the last situation, and I'll just take it to the next game, why not, is that the... Buccaneers, they hold the la- the first, the, the best, most valued um, wild card spot, right. the fifth spot. If they lose and Los Angeles wins, then Los Angeles becomes the fifth seed. And everybody knows you do not want to give up that fifth spot. You want to go to Washington or New York or Dallas. I mean, that is like one of the easiest playoff games you can ever play in your life. And that's why I think Tampa Bay is going to obliterate the Falcons. 100%. (laughs) I mean, they can't mess around with this, man. You, like, literally, you have a chance to go to Washington. You literally have a chance to go to Washington your first round playoff game. That is easy money. And then, in my opinion, I would rather go to Green Bay than New Orleans or Seattle. Maybe, maybe, maybe go to Seattle more than New Orleans, but um, the Packers don't have a great defense. Or they have, I would say they have the lesser of the defenses. Right. They, they've been playing well, but, I mean, they haven't been tested yet, you know, in, in true form, in true fashion. They haven't been tested yet. So this Tampa, this Tampa team is going to come out hot against the Falcons. Falcons have been given team scares, but ultimately, you know, they, they don't pull through. They just don't. It's it's their team makeup this year. It's been their team makeup since they've lost the Super Bowl. They just don't pull through close games. And I have Tampa winning. I mean, I don't even want to talk about it any more than that. I, I think Tampa Bay really comes out and gets this thing done. Uh, they're going to get into the 30s, even though I really like that Atlanta defense a lot. I really, really like that Atlanta defense a lot. Um, I'll go 
to 14. 38-13, Tampa Bay over the Falcons. Dom, yeah, I'm going 35-17, um, Tampa Bay. I'm with you. They really, really want that fifth seed. I don't know if I'm that with you on them wanting to play Washington. I'd much rather play um, Dallas for sure, and then probably New York, and then Washington. Um, but for sure, you don't want to have to play Seattle sure, or the Saints for, for sure. Round. For sure, that fifth seed. Bruce Arians has already came out and said that he wants it. Atlanta hasn't won a game since they beat the Raiders a month ago. Um, that was, was a weird, weird game. game they've been too. playing. They've been playing decently. Um, played the Chiefs tough. I think the Chiefs kind of just sleepwalking though. And then the game before that, they actually blow a seventeen point lead. Sleepwalking, yeah. bro. And so two weeks ago, can we touch on? Can we touch on the Chiefs? Real two quick, weeks ago, man? the Falcons blew a seventeen point lead to this Bucks team, and now they got to go to Tampa. So yeah, I just. I'm I'm done with that one. 35-17. Give me the Bucks. Bro, the Falcon Young Way Koo missed a 30, I think 37 yarder to send it into overtime. Bro, the Falcons were about to knock out the Chiefs, man. They were literally about to win that game. I mean, Calvin Ridley had a couple of chances on like the 20 yard line or 15 yard line, and they just blew it. I was, I don't, I don't know what Kansas City's doing, man. Now they're not playing their uh, their starters this week. That that's weird, man. I, I don't know what's going on. I guess they're just really bored. They're just really sleepwalking. Right. Um, who does Kansas City play? The the Chargers. I mean, I, I guess no, no. Let's keep it. Uh, yeah. Let's let's go. Let's go to the Chargers, man. Let's get that game out of the way. Um, I like Herbert to win it. I like Herbert to go into KC. They're going to be playing hard. They lost. It was Herbert's first loss as a starter unexpectedly in like week three. And they were up the entire game. I know Patty Mahomes isn't going to be playing. Herbert's still going to be motivated. They have a lot of really good players. A lot of talented players. They're get, uh, players that have a lot of pride. KC doesn't care. Uh, I, I like them to win a close one still. KC will give a good effort. I'll go I'll go 28-24. Chargers over the Chiefs. I'm tempted to pick Kansas City. <laughs> Chad Henney. Chad Henney is starting, right? <laughs> Chad Henney ain't bad. I'm really yeah. tempted to pick Kansas City. Um, but I'm not. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Chargers. They're on a three-game win streak. I'm going to give them this win, too, 30-23. to 23. They end with a four-game win streak. Um, still up in the air whether Anthony Lynn keeps his job, though, in my opinion. Uh, I, I'd, I I'd send him packing, honestly. I'd send the GM too. packing right with him, too. I don't know why Tom Telesco isn't being looked at um, more as a candidate that, that can be on the hot seat. Really, I kind of like what they they've drafted and they and who they've signed. I kind of like the the. Moves. I mean, I kind of do too. But how much longer are we gonna give this guy? He's been there since 2013. So I was a bit of a fan of Dave Cal- Dave Caldwell. Like we had great and amazing 2016 draft, getting Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack, Yannick Ngakwe. But I still thought it was time for him to get out of there. By the way, they're both. John Carroll guys, it's amazing how many how many people John Carroll University has produced. A D three school in Ohio has produced like 
Yeah, freaking right. 15 coaches, 15 guys in personnel, London Fletcher, even more. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I, I think I think they, they need to be looking at both of them. Just go ahead and revamp. Yeah, just, just start, start new, man. Yeah, it wouldn't That's what hurt. everybody else is doing. Five GM spots open. Um, I'll go ahead and give them the charge to win, though. I'm not excited about this one. But, yeah, I expect to see Herbert. Eckler's, Eckler's going to play really hard, so. Did I give a score? 30, 30 uh, to 23 Chargers. I don't know. 30 to 23 Chargers, yeah. I, I don't even know where to segue, man. Let's just go. Let's keep it in the AFC yeah, West. Uh, um, yeah. The, so some of these games this week are really bad. They're really not entertaining at all. Like, it's just COVID season. Players are really just ready to get home with their families. You know, there's going to be a lot of business decisions being made on the field. There's going to be a lot of soft tackling. Very soft. Going on, whiffing, like some acting. Oh, I try to make the tackle on Big Hen, but, you know, I'm not getting in the way of that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Raiders at the Broncos. I actually think both of these teams are going to play really hard for their coaches. It's the makeup of their team. Uh, let's just get this straight, though. They're bringing back Fangio. And they said that they want to pair Drew Locke with a veteran quarterback. Those are the rumors that are out there. What does that mean for Denver? That means they're going to be awful for another at least two seasons, probably. Probably at least two seasons. Like, what what have they seen in Drew Locke that makes them even a little bit optimistic? You're saying they should draft a guy? I mean... They should move on, but like they're trying to move, they're trying to bring in a veteran quarterback. They're not trying to make a splash signing. I, I mean, I would go after a, a top quarterback. Some, but I mean, dude, you don't put your future in like a Nick Foles, Drew Locke combination for two years and hope that it works out and not draft anybody or, or sign a bigger fish quarterback. It's funny. It's funny you mention that because let's talk about it. That might be now. Granted, I wouldn't be doing this. I'm completely with you. But that's probably the recipe they're looking at is that, hey, Chicago went out there, traded for Nick Foles. They gave Trubisky another chance. If not, they were quick to pull him, put Foles in there, and they're playing for a playoff berth this year. So Denver's probably thinking the same thing. We got it good. We have a good enough defense that we just need somebody who's not going to turn it over. Or, you know, we got enough offensive pieces, too, because, you know, they got uh, Sutton coming back, Judy. So that's... Yeah probably what they're looking at i'm with you i'm done with them give me an especially with this quarterback heavy draft um but yeah that's probably what they're looking at i don't like pat Shermer either man i mean i think everybody knows that on the podcast i i do not like pat Shermer. i think he has done pretty much mediocre everywhere he's gone except for like one year with the vikings when adrian peterson rushed like right. two thousand yards um but with that being said, I like the Raiders to finish this thing off the right way. And it's interesting because Chucky, John Gruden, he has a worse record than Tom Cable and what, Jack Del Rio in his first three seasons with the Raiders. And after those three seasons, they fired Del Rio and Cable. They're not going to fire John Gruden. I think this is more of a reflection of... I mean, I think he did drag his feet with the Paul Gunther situation. Mm-hmm. 
and the, as the defense coordinator. I mean, he didn't like Paul Gunther before the season started, uh, but he had to hold on to him because that defense played okay in some spots, and they were six and three, and then they just crumbled. But man, I, I probably would have let him go after the Falcons game. I, is that is that when they did I let him go? I, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I probably would have. No, 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 because he was decoordinating the Jets game. It wasn't until the Colts that they let him go. No, I would have let him yeah, go after yeah, the Falcons, yeah, man. Right. Yeah, I, I would have let him go. I think it's more of a personnel issue. I think Mike Mayock has really messed up the draft picks on the defensive side of the ball. I think Mullen is a bad player. I think Damon Arnett's a bad player. Cleveland Farrell, and I was pretty high on Cleveland Farrell. Um, who knows what happened to Corey Littleton this year? I mean, he looked like an amazing stud right. linebacker with the Rams. Like he was basically non-existent. I had no, I had no, I no clue what happened to him this year. Um, Kwiatkowski, the other linebacker, he's like a B-list linebacker. He's not a starting NFL linebacker. I mean, he's just not. He played well with Chicago in some injury time, but he's not somebody I want starting on my team. Um, so I'm kind of going all over the place with this on both these teams, <laughs> like futures. So I guess there's really nothing else to talk about with them. Uh, quick score: I got I got the Raiders 27, Broncos 24. I'm going Raiders 24-14. I just fully expect them to be able to finish the season. Um, they've been playing hard even these last few games. Um, technically, they they just became eliminated from the playoffs, but. I'm going with the Raiders. I'm with you. It's a little bit. It feels like a different situation than when Jack Del Rio and Tom Cable were there, even though Chucky's doing worse. It does. Um, yeah, it just feels different. It feels like they still got some things. And I'm with you. Like, offensively, right. they're doing well with Josh Jacobs. They're legit offense. They're yeah, still they're missing another piece, man. They really are. That passing game needs to take off a little bit more. They need to get a little younger on that O-line. They're still a really good, big offensive line. But, yeah, I'm with you. They they still they still have a little bit. But defensively, yeah, they just keep swinging and missing. Um, but I like them to win 24-14. Like you said, I think they'll play hard. But with that, I think it's low scoring that when they play hard, when both teams play hard. So that one's one of the least yeah. least exciting games of the week. I'm with you. Uh, let's segue to some of these one o'clock snoozers. Let's go to like the biggest snoozer, uninteresting game of the week: New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Don't take it away. I kind of disagree. Is uh, the you like these weird ones, Dom? You like I don't these like weird it too ones. much? I just would. I would just really enjoy, and I'm doing it. I'm picking the Jets upset, nineteen to sixteen over the Patriots. Um, they're gonna finish with a three game win streak. I feel like I'm just I'm gonna pick it. I just I don't care. Patriots have been. Is Adam Gase coming back? Um, <laughs> they uh, they're gonna get it done. Very low scoring, very ugly. I'm gonna even put an overtime tag on that too. But this oh, is just no. terrible offense, mashed with uh, tough defense. I'm not gonna say great defense, but I'm gonna say tough defense. Does Cam Newton start for an NFL team no. next year? No. I'm with you. I think he's But dying. I like this one to be a little bit more exciting. The Jets, I think Jets fans, 
fact that they won two in a row, the fact that they can beat a Patriots team, I think the NFL, I think the internet will go crazy over that. My least exciting, like, absolute, what the heck are they even playing this one for, was Minnesota at Detroit. Like, yeah, go ahead, I'm, touch I want to get man. that one the heck out of the way, please. I'm get going Minnesota, even though I do, I still think it's going to be a close game. I'm going Minnesota 29-27, and I'll probably be wrong on that. But, I mean, other than Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook, I don't think anybody else would watch this game. Nobody on Detroit. Yeah, Dalvin unfortunately isn't playing because his father passed oh, away. Oh, that's right. That's right. Add, add in a little bit of a wrinkle. And Matt Stafford, we don't know if he's going to play or not. He either, should so. play, but yeah, that just that makes this one even less exciting. Like, wh- why would you even? They they yeah. shouldn't have a fan go to that. Why would you buy a ticket to that? Why would you even accept that <laughs> ticket if it was a gift? I I don't care about that one, but I'm gonna still take the Vikes. Yeah, I'll, I'll round way round our way back to the Jets and the Patriots. I got I got the Jets winning too, Dom. I think everyone's getting their shot in at the Patriots. New England's gonna play hard though, so this is something to keep in mind. Bill Belichick is going to demand that they play hard, and a lot of those players are coming back next year. So like, you don't want to stink it up week seventeen, and then Bill's looking at this tape in the off season. And he's like, see, this guy quit on us. He quit on us. We're going to cut him in training camp. So, I mean, these players are going to be playing hard. It's the only thing that scares me a little bit. But I actually like the Jets have more talent. I think that they have more talent than the Patriots. And I think they're going to play hard. And I think they're going to win. I, I love your score. Uh, I think a little bit more scoring. I'll get into the 20s for the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, 20 on the dot. 20 to 16 Jets over the Patriots and the Vikings at Detroit. I like the Vikings. I like the Vikings to take care of business. Detroit, Detroit and Houston, I think they're the worst two defenses in the NFL with Jacksonville. Those three are the top three. I mean, pull them out of the hat any given Sunday, they're going to be the worst. Vikings going to get into the 30s in this one, even without Cook. I got 34, Detroit 20. And with that, let's keep it moving with the rest of the 1 o'clock games. Let's let's turn it up a little bit. We haven't touched on Dallas and the Giants, have we? I like this game, though. I'm going to take this one real quick. I like this game a lot and I love that it's played separate of the Washington Philadelphia game because there's games that's going to be happening in the four o'clock like Seattle New Orleans and Green Bay those teams will be playing and New Orleans will be keeping an eye on those games so if Green Bay is just up 30 against Chicago or even 20 in the fourth quarter New Orleans is pulling Drew Brees, man. They're not keeping – Sean Payton's not – he can be really stupid at times, but he's not dumb. And Seattle will do the same thing, especially if they don't feel if, – if New Orleans is up big on Carolina, Seattle's got nothing to play for at that point. Well, no, 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 I, t- I take that back. They would have something to play for. But b- bottom line is what I'm saying is it's nice because if Washington was playing the same time as the Giants and the Cowboys – 
and Washington was up 30, that game would become meaningless. Now it's at 1 o'clock. It's very intriguing. And I keep going back and forth on whether or not I'm going to pick Dallas. I don't know. I mean, they have a ton of momentum. And the defense is playing better. So I'm going to ride the hot hand here. I'm I'm going to pick the Cowboys, even though I like New York, uh, their defense. But Danny Dimes, can't even call him Danny Dimes. We've got to figure out a new nickname for that guy. He's, (laughs) He's awful. Um, he can't move. He's got all those leg injuries on both legs, and that offense is just awful. I don't think that they're going to have much success. They could, you know, ball control the whole game and just try to run it and punt it and play hard defense, but uh, Dallas will figure out a way to win this one. I got 21-17 Dallas over the Giants. I'm taking the G-Man. I don't care that that offense is that bad. Okay. I'm taking the G-Men 28-22. to 22. Um, I don't know how they get to 28. I think I say that every week with the Giants. I don't know how they get to whatever score I give them. Um, yeah, they're not getting there. <laughs> but I just Even I, against will, the Cowboys. I will not believe that the Cowboys do it. Washington and Dallas, those two teams, until they actually do it, meaning – live up to the expectations of those those years because even those years they made the playoffs dallas they lost the playoff game and i picked them in those games washington they're not living up to play to their expectations until they actually do it i'm not picking them and that's strictly what i'm basing this pick off of i don't care they're not they're not able to do it they always find a way to crumble they always do somehow some way dallas will crumble stephen a smith will be eating cookies and drinking milk, laughing like he does every time Dallas loses it, every time they blow it. That's what's going to happen, man. I'm telling you. They played them tough when they had Dak. Obviously, that was the game Dak got injured, and uh, the G-Men almost won. Um, Jason Garrett is back from COVID, right? Yes, he's calling plays. He's going to be excited again. Give me the G-Men 28-22. On a side note, how funny was that that Freddie Kitchens was calling plays against the Brown against the Brownies that weekend? That was Freddie really Kitchens. funny, man. So ironic. Uh, what a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Baker didn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Freddie Kitchens would have been better if he didn't. If he had a good quarterback. I mean, Baker Mayfield's awful, man. I was watching that a little bit of the Jets game last week. That was pitiful man even even without his wide receivers he has great tight ends and he's just overthrowing them like on easy flat route throws it's really baker's awful man he's awful stefanski's just carrying that so if i remember correctly you just picked dallas and you did pick washington over philly correct Right, so I got Washington winning it. But I got it, man, I'm telling you, that game, that Washington-Philadelphia game is going to be close. Yeah, so you have the Washington Dallas is going to be hopeful. Washington football team winning the division. I have the G-men winning the division. Yeah, you have the G-men. Okay, the NFC East is all served <clears throat> up and fourth-seeded. I, th- I think Dallas, if they get in... I think they'd be the least one I'd want to play out of really? all three of those teams. Yes, I do, man. Because, one, they'll have a lot of fans at their stadium. 
And secondly, they have a dangerous pass right. offense against a bad Tampa Bay secondary. Like, I mean, if I'm Tampa, I would want to play New York or Washington. I would look because they can't throw they, the ball. Dallas. And they. Sorry, go ahead. Go on, Dallas go has ahead, a quarterback man. who has never, has never won a playoff game. I, I, I do not believe that I'm wrong on that, but Andy Dalton is what, 0-7 in the playoffs, all in Cincinnati? Oh, I doubt he made it seven times. He's probably 0-4. Maybe that was an exaggeration, but I know they made the playoffs a ton, and I know they lost every time. Um, they so, did. So, yeah, that, that, that's just the perfect recipe to have everybody excited. Oh, well, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup give them problems, and then they only go out there and throw for, you know, 203 yards. Or it's like changing of the tide, like perfect storm. It goes for them. I wouldn't want to play Dallas, man. I want to go to Washington against a gimpy Alex Smith and just dominate them, turn the ball over. Same with the Giants. I mean, the Tampa Bay front will turn the ball over so much against those three teams. I would not want to go to New Jersey in this kind of weather playing against a defense that at times, you know, is super stingy, super annoying. Like, all it takes is all it takes is one throw, one deep throw, and, you know, they make a big play, and then Wayne Gallman is able to run the yeah. ball decently. That's true. That's true. I, I just know, Brady, that offense is clicking right now. They're going to be able to put points up against any defense. They're going to get into the 20s. Like I said, Giants are not getting 27 <laughs> points this week against the Cowboys. They're going to have to run a kickoff <laughs> or a punt back. but. <laughs> and really, that Monday that Monday night game, they got to 23, and they really shouldn't have gotten to 23 yeah. that week. So, uh, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. The NFC lease, let's not give them too much shine. Let's go to the rest of these 1 o'clock games. Miami at Buffalo. Ryan Fitzpatrick is officially out. It is Tua's show. Dom, who do you got? So we're wrapping up the AFC East here. I picked the Jets over New England. Yep. And in this situation, yep. I'm picking the upset again because I'm going to take the fish over the Bills. The fish. I should not have picked against them last week, and I ate my words. I tried to give Arizona the credit. And say that Miami was going to lose, even though they won by the skin of their teeth. Um, but I'm going with them now this time. And we'll see if they prove me right or if they prove me wrong. But it's just such a great, such a great camaraderie in that Miami organization. I mean, they just, and they show it every month. Yes. Every, every time they take the field, man, it just seems like they love each other. They love playing for each other. They love playing for the coach they have. Coach like loves the GM like from top to bottom. That's the way it's supposed to look. Uh, as you kind of mentioned, yeah. does Buffalo really care to play this game? That's going to be the deciding factor. Um, Josh Allen has always played well against Miami too, but I don't know if the Fish have beaten Josh Allen, so I'm going to give them their first win, twenty-seven to twenty, up in upstate New York. Who's the backup for Buffalo? I don't know. Me neither. I 
I think Sean McDermott. Um, Pittsburgh, if anybody, if Buffalo especially, if they know, Buffalo had a chance to get into the playoffs in 2004, and Pittsburgh went up to Buffalo with Brian St. Pierre, and at the time it was Willie Parker, but Willie Parker was like our fourth string running back at that time. And Pittsburgh beat Buffalo, and Pittsburgh had nothing to play for. They were 15-1 and one, or 14-1 and one at that time and had the one seed locked up. I don't know if Miami's going to lay an egg against Buffalo. And I don't. And the, with the Pittsburgh resting Big Ben and a whole handful of other starters, I do like Pittsburgh to go into Cleveland and give Cleveland a, a really, you know, tough challenge. But then it's like Sean McDermott, he's not saying whether or not he's going to play his starters or not. And... I think him seeing that Pittsburgh's not playing their starters, he's thinking, okay, that you know gives us a better chance. Maybe I, I won't play my starters either. But he wants that two seed. I know he wants the two seed. The governor of New York or whatever granted like six to seven thousand fans can go to the playoff games in Buffalo, and I think just having that home field edge in Buffalo is such a big thing and then you also got to look at who you're gonna play and I don't think anybody wants to play Baltimore right now I don't I don't want the Steelers to play Baltimore right now so I'm I'm just I have no idea between Buffalo and Pittsburgh like what's gonna happen and I'm I'm so all over the place on this one and two and now that Fitzpatrick can't play officially it makes me worry that two might two might not even be able to beat Buffalo even with a Buffalo backup quarterback I mean seriously I this game is weird man I have Buffalo winning this one I don't know who's gonna play I don't know how it's gonna happen but I I think McDermott really wants that two seed. It's in their control. He knows that Pittsburgh is laying down, but he wants to wrap it up. I think they want to wrap it up. I think I wouldn't even be surprised if Allen plays the entire game. So I got Buffalo winning 23-13 to 13 mm. over the Dolphins. And I'll go straight to Pittsburgh-Cleveland. Yeah. Big Ben's not playing. Pouncey's not playing. I don't think the Castro's playing. Wouldn't be surprised if Juju and Deontay Johnson don't play either. But on the defensive side of the ball, Watt's not playing. Cameron Hayward's not playing. They probably don't play Fitzpatrick or Vince Williams. Um, it's it's all backups, man. I really don't see how Cleveland loses this game. Um, I know they've had some COVID outbreaks this week again. There's, like, outbreaks. Denzel Ward's not playing. I think B.J. Goodson's not playing. But they'll get all their wide receivers back. I don't see how they lose to the Steelers. They're going to be able to run the ball on the Steelers. They're going to be able to score on the Steelers. They're going to get into the 20s, probably 24, 27 range. That's That's right where I have it, 27 points for the Browns. For the Steelers... They're not going to score with Mason Rudolph in a bad run game, even against Cleveland where that defense isn't very disciplined. They're not sound. They give up yards. They give up big plays. 
Um, I got maybe 17 points, but I got Cleveland controlling this game and running the clock out. So I'll go 27-17, Brownies over the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going 28-13, Brownies. I don't think there's any way they lose this. And to me, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I really don't want to spend any more time on that Pittsburgh-Cleveland game, honestly. Um, because... Yeah, get rid of it. Don't talk yeah, about they're it. They're just they're obviously they're obviously banged up and they want to heal up. So I want to just go ahead and jump straight into that Baltimore Cincinnati game because I don't think that Love it. Cincinnati's gonna even put up a fight. And so with that being said, I have you have Buffalo winning, which is huge. Buffalo go uh, Bills Mafia. That's huge. I have Miami. Cleveland and Baltimore, all these wild card teams, all three of the wild card teams are now winning, controlling their own destiny, and punching their ticket into the playoffs and keeping it the same way that it is. I also have the Colts winning, which means that's an eleven and five team not making the playoffs when they add in an extra seed. How crazy is that? How unfortunate! You just spilled the beans on your Houston pick. I did spill the beans on my Houston pick. Let me go ahead and get that one out the way. <laughs> but they're just, I mean, they're reeling. Tennessee blew them out of the water last year at the regular season finale. Yeah, I like them. they did. Same situation. I like situation. to run all over them again. I got Tennessee winning 40-28. to 28. I'm spilling beans everywhere, but I just, I'm so excited. I'm so anxious for the playoffs. This this week is just, this week, even oh, though there's yeah. a lot riding on stuff, I feel like the riding's on the wall in some of these games. Pittsburgh at Cleveland being one of them. Yes. So, let me not waste any time with those, but that's how I feel. Nope. I think it's going to stay the way it is, exact way it is in the AFC, the one through the seven seed, the one through the eight seed, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think you gave a score for the Baltimore-Cincinnati 34-10, at least. I mean, expect... I got a goose egg, man, because what happened earlier in the season is Wink Martingdale, the defense coordinator for the Ravens, was upset that the Bengals kicked the field goal late. So I think they want blood. But then I think Harbaugh's also like, hey, if we're up, we're pulling starters. So I'll I'll give the Bengals 10. I like that score. I think think the Rappers get into the 40s, man. I think they show no mercy. Uh, They get into, like, 40 by middle of the third quarter and they're just like all right all right take take the reins off the horse you know pull back pull back <laughs> um you know show them some mercy so i got i'll go 41 to 10 ravens over the Bengals. um what game did tennessee they jump to at houston yeah tennessee at houston i like and if this game was at tennessee i'd be Kind of thinking Tennessee just, you know, takes care of it. And but at Houston, I still am going to pick Tennessee to win. I mean, I'm picking Tennessee to win. That's no question. But Houston still fights, and they're going to fight in this one. And Tennessee has an awful, awful defense. It's bad, and it it leaves a chance for Tennessee to lose and choke but i still like tennessee to win they'll get 30 points everybody's scoring 30 against houston you know what? I'll, I'll give them 40 points we'll go we'll go 40 
on the nose. We'll give Houston 24, 40 to 24. So I only have New Orleans at Carolina and Seattle at San Fran left. Right before the heavyweight bout. Yeah. Uh, did you give a score for Tennessee? I have 40 Houston? to 28. Very, very similar to yours. 40 to 28. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, let's go. So that last uh, playoff situation then goes to the top three seedings in the NFC uh, uh, conference. And then also, does Chicago get in over um, Arizona and Los Angeles? So let's take it away to Seattle. So Seattle's at San Francisco. And it's really hard for me to uh, pick these games because... I think Seattle needs a three-way tie for them to get the first round by. Pretty sure. So they need Chicago to win, New Orleans to win, and and for them to win. Now the interesting thing is, is New Orleans could get it um, if Chicago wins. And Seattle loses, I think, or no, I, I don't know, man. It's it's a, it's a weird situ- situation going on there. Um, bottom line, both these teams will be looking at Green Bay, and I think Seattle and New Orleans. I think they play hard. I think they do. So, I'll, I'll, I'm going to pick both of them to win. Uh, Beth Hard or whatever whatever his last name is, the quarterback for San Francisco. He's not very decisive. He takes a lot of sacks. I think Seattle's going to confuse him. I like Seattle winning that and a little bit of a low score. Uh, we'll go 24-17. Seattle over San Francisco. And then New Orleans at Carolina. Got to like New Orleans right now. I think they get into the 30s by the third quarter. Carolina's defense is really bad. They play hard, but they're still bad. Uh, Carolina, I think the Matt Rule will have those boys ready to play. They'll play tough. They'll fall short. I'll go 34 or 37. I like 37 more. 37 to 23. Saints over the. I'm really Panthers. glad we did the the show this way because to me, there's lot lot there is a lot riding on um on both sides the AFC and the NFC, but the way that this top three is going to play out in the NFC is super, super intriguing. And you kind of touched on it. The only thing that I'm reading and and really seeing is that if Green Bay loses and both New Orleans and Seattle win, I see the three-way tie in that. But I'm not seeing that if Green Bay loses, then Seattle or New Orleans, them losing, like, just kind of I think Seattle or okay so what I'm saying is that let's let's look at Seattle yeah. for instance if they need Green Bay to mm-hmm. lose obviously but whatever New Orleans does I don't think matters too much to them No it does it does I I know Seattle's only path is a three-way tie they need the they need the Saints, they need the Saints to, to, win. to win even though the Saints will become 11 and the 5 Packers to lose Right, they need to be tied with all three of them because the Saints could not get it because uh, the Saints lost the Packers. So if they're tied with the Packers, they would the Saints, not get it. The Saints it. can still get it because of the conference record. 
Right, right. So maybe I'm doing this the wrong way. Maybe it's the Saints that need a three-way tie. I don't know. I'm I'm confused. I, f- I forget what it is. But all three of those teams can clinch. Seattle the first would need round. both Green Bay and New Orleans to lose. I think that's where you're getting a little messed up. New Orleans, okay. New Orleans only needs okay. Green Bay to lose. And Seattle, and Seattle to, win. to win. So that's where that's exactly what it is. Right. Seattle right, so needs had both to lose. Yes. So, okay, I see. Yep, there we are. And I have New Orleans winning. How about the Kamara game? We didn't even touch about that. Six rushing touchdowns. I oh think, my gosh. I think it's Vikings a, defense. I think it's a nice game actually against Carolina. They had a good game the first matchup, but forty two to thirty Saints. Um I'm expecting to see a lot of uh, a lot of Kamara and Murray again running the ball well and then them throwing it however they want. But yeah. I like Carolina, I like Joe Brady. Um might be his last game as Carolina's offense coordinator. I don't know. You think he's I gonna think be a he head coach? Be. I really do. No way. That's that soon, soon. Man, that guy is shooting up everyone's uh wish list. But um yeah, I like yeah. them forty two to thirty. Nice nice offense in that game. And in Seattle, as you mentioned, low scoring. Give me the Hawks thirty to nine. Um NFC West division champs. I like that. They're the good guys to me in that division. Um but not 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 looking yeah. at anything too surprising with those two games. New Orleans at Carolina or Seattle at San Fran. I'm not I'm not even smelling an upset really. Yeah, I'm not either. I think I think both those teams win. And that that brings us to the heavyweight ding, ding, bout. Ding. ding ding ding. And even though we just spent a lot of time talking about all these different outcomes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> go, Pat, go. Aaron Rodgers wants this bad. He said last year that all these playoff games, he goes into these venues, these stadiums, he looks around and he's like, man, he, he told somebody this, I, f- I forget who, maybe it was Pat McAfee on the show or on this podcast, I don't know. But he was saying that if this game was in Lambeau, that they would win. And he's absolutely right, man. He's absolutely right. If the Packers have home field advantage in the NFC, they're in the Super Bowl. I fully believe it. Fully believe it. No, uh, all these teams going into this, there's no way. There's no way they're losing a shootout, man. They're, they will find a way to win. They're not. They're going to blow Chicago out. That Chicago defense is a problem. I don't know what's wrong with it, but they're not playing well. They're giving up 30 points to mediocre offenses left and right. I have Green Bay blowing the doors off these boys in soldier field i got 40 points man 40 yep 41 chicago 41 for green bay money Money mitch Mitch. resurrecting his career down to money mitch with us too i don't know man i'm so over money mitch um i'll give money mitch and the boys 27 points they're gonna keep fighting their their butts off but 40 41 27 packers go Pat, go 
So you do know that the first score when these two matched up was 41-25. E, I'm so glad that we did this show the way we did. I'm super excited about our heavyweight bout. And I'm picking the Chicago Bears. They're going to do it. I am taking them. And I am taking them with full confidence. They have... I am fully, fully confident. Let me start off by saying... Aaron Rodgers has come out and said that he loves playing at Soldier Field. That is a huge, huge deal. The Packers have won five straight, seven of their last eight. They are rolling. However, rolling as many times as he's ripped Chicago fans' hearts out, as many times as he's just dazzled them. Let's look back to that Sunday night game like two years ago. When he got hurt and came back, I mean, he's just had Chicago's number. Isn't it time, Bears, that you, you come out and you finally defeat your arch rival? Come on. The Chicago mm. Bears against the Packers. Go Pack Go. The <laughs> oldest rivalry in the NFL. Like, when you think of rivalries, when you think of organizations that have been there for forever, these are the two at Soldier Field, the Windy City, Oh my gosh, I'm super excited for this one. But listen to this. The Bears have finally started to try and run the ball. Not just try either. They're actually doing it. They're actually handing the ball off 20 plus times to David Montgomery, letting him do his thing, and they're actually blocking. We all know the Achilles heel of the Packers defense is their run defense. I really feel confident about this one. The Bears know that they haven't beat the Packers but like twice in the last Mm. 10 meetings or something like that. It's ridiculous. They know that the playoffs are on the line. They know that Aaron Rodgers loves playing at Soldier Field. They know all this. They're finally using it as fuel and it's finally going to show. They're looking back at that. I think Matt Nagy was disgusted. I can't remember his exact quote with that loss to Green Bay earlier this year, but it it was heartfelt. And I know that team. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't show, show up. up one bit. I know that team is focused. I know that coaching staff is focused. I'm going with the Chicago Bears. I'm putting a lot of confidence in them. We'll see what Money Mitch can do for me. But I'm looking at David Montgomery and Allen Robinson, Jimmy Graham. I mean, this one is exciting. This is what we need. The Bears win, beat their arch rival at home and punch their ticket into the playoffs. What I mean, that was everything they asked for for Christmas, right? That would my be My score is my score uh, is 34 sure. to 26, an 8-point victory. I think How many wins does Tampa have? 8? I mean, sorry, Chicago. They're 8 and 7. 8, right? <clears throat> Man, that would have been crazy if they were nine and seven right now. I mean, nine and six, because they would leap based off of your predictions. They would leapfrog L.A. <clears throat> and they would leapfrog Tampa Bay. If Tampa was to lose, and right. they would be the fifth seed. But they, they can't. They can't. Um, they can only. Um, no, they they'll, they'll just stay where they're at. So we finished kind of early. So I guess we can talk about what. Our predictions yeah, would mean for the playoffs. the playoffs picture that we just created. Yeah, we'll, we'll still do the podcast next week, you know, a quick uh, playoff one. But, you know, we'll highlight what we think is going to happen. Um, in the NFC, I got the Packers, the one seed with the bye. Got the Saints as the two seed. I think Peyton really wants that two seed. 
and Seattle at the three seed. Washington is the fourth seed. Uh, Washington will play Tampa. And then L.A. would then go to Seattle. And then I have Chicago going to the Saints. <clears throat> so that's really interesting right there. Should I pick winners now, no, no, Dom? No, or? No, let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. Okay. So that's what I would have. I would have Tampa going to Washington. I would have the Bears going to the Saints. And I would have the Rams going to Seattle. I don't really like any of those games, honestly. I think they're all not very interesting. Well, I guess the Rams going to Seattle, that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, maybe Chicago, too. I don't you'd know. You'd have the Bears still uh, get him because you have uh, the Rams winning, right? The Cardinals, yeah, the Cardinals losing, so the Bears right. will get in no matter what. All right, and you're... Yep. So the Chicago, the Chicago Bears. Bears, come on, man. They getting into the playoffs. So you do your AFC or I do the <laughs> NFC, my NFC? No, let's do your NFC, man. So you got the Saints. I have the Saints the one taking seed. over the one seed. The Packers falling to the two seed. Seattle still stays at the three seed. The G-Men. Is that how it would shake out, though? Is that how it would shake yeah, out? Yeah, because if, Seattle... Uh, Green Bay Seattle and Seattle. Both New Orleans and Green Bay to lose. But New <clears throat> Orleans. Right, but, but that was so that they would get the tiebreaker over the Packers. No, I, I, no I'm confusing myself with that. They man. would still know. be, um, they would both be 12 and 4, but the Packers, and they would both be 9 and 3 in the conference. Um, okay. So I don't know what it would then go to. They didn't play head to head. I don't believe yes see i don't know man i think green bay could fall to the three i think it goes to um um a record against common opponents yeah common opponents so, i think you're right i think green bay still holds on to the two seed in that case all right we'll get on um, the two tampa bay so the g i have the g men at the four seed winning the nfc's tampa bay going to east rutherford Okay. Which allows, I have the Bears winning and the Rams losing, which I do. So the do Rams are out. The Rams out. I'm a little bit. And knocks um, them out. Biased on that, which would still allow to. So the Cardinals and the Bears. I don't know who would get the seeding, Cardinals or Bears. the same, right? Bears ahead of the Cardinals, making them the sixth seed. Oh, yeah. Right, Cardinals right, right. Seed, so. Arizona going to Green Bay, uh, Chicago going to Seattle, and Tampa Bay going to the Meadowlands. That sounds a lot more interesting um, than my playoff slate. But then again, I mean, I don't know. Man, a Chicago game, there's a lot. right. It makes me think... That Seattle and New Orleans are going to play really hard this week, man, because there's a lot riding on their seeding. I think I think Seattle and New Orleans takes care of business, man. I think that – I mean, Seattle, I think, has a chance for the second seed too. I mean, we, we have to check that that out, the Green Bay-Seattle situation. Chicago is actually the beat them. But that, that's interesting. It's very interesting. 
Um, let's go to the AFC. I have the Chiefs as the one seed, of course. I got Pittsburgh losing, so they're locked in at the three seed. So no matter what Buffalo does, they'll be the two seed. And that fourth seed, I have Tennessee. I don't want to. I picked the Colts to win the division. I know Tennessee's phony. He's all get out. Um, and that leaves Indianapolis on the outside looking in. Right? Because I, I, I picked Buffalo to win. I didn't pick Miami. Correct. You picked Miami, right? Oh, no, 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 no. No, I picked, I picked Buffalo to win. So I would have the Colts getting in. Oh, okay. So I have uh, – dang, I don't know who that oh, leaves yeah, out. Oh, yeah, not You're knocking that, um, the, Miami out. <clears throat> oh, man, that stinks. Yeah, but I, I see that happening, man. I do. I, I, think, I don't think Buffalo messes around. I think they take care of business. Yeah, so that means I got the Colts. But the Colts can't – the Colts lost to the Browns and the Ravens. So the Colts are not right. jumping any of them. So that would move – the Ravens to the fifth spot. So the Ravens would travel to Tennessee. Oh, man, I love that matchup. That would get, that's, oh, that's man. That's what we need to Come see. Come on, right? man. We need to see that. That would be Harbaugh and Frable at the 50-yard line. If you're scared, say you're scared, man. Oh, man, I hope that's how it shakes out. I hope that's how it shakes out because I think Baltimore would whoop those boys. I want to see it. And I don't even like, really care about Baltimore, honestly. I, would, I, I mean, if they lose, I'd be happy too. But, man, that would be so exciting. Baltimore at Tennessee, the first round. All right, I keep going here. That means the Brownies would play the Steelers the next week at Heinz Field. I love that matchup. Easy win for the Steelers. And then Buffalo would host the Colts. Oh, man. Okay, I really didn't purposely do this as a Steeler fan. But that is the dream scenario for the Steelers. The Colts could easily beat Buffalo. Easily have a chance to beat Buffalo. They're, I think they're the, the, the Ravens and the Colts. Nobody wants to play those two teams in the first round in the, in the AFC. Nobody wants to do that. Um, so that kind of makes me feel like, well, Buffalo, they wouldn't, I don't know, man. Maybe Buffalo's thinking like they don't want to win. They want to lose because they don't want to put, they'd rather play. Who, who would they play if they let Miami win? They would right. play the Browns. Yeah. I think they're thinking like, you know, Baltimore's going to win for right. sure. They're going to win. So then they're either going to be the, the sixth seed or the fifth seed. No, no doubt about it. So it's all up. So, so Buffalo knows that. It's in their hands to whether or not they play the Colts or they play the Browns most likely. Man, that changes things <laughs> a little bit, Tom. It makes me think like Buffalo's going to purposely want to lose this game. You know, It makes me feel like they're going to rest right. starters. They know that they'll get the two seed no matter what because Pittsburgh's right. resting their starters. Ah, I think Miami might win that game, but two is so shaky that I I'm, I'm gonna stand by my Buffalo pick, man. I'm gonna stand by it. But with that said, Buffalo, everybody wants to play the Browns first round. Nobody wants to play the Ravens or the Colts. 
Man, that means Miami would go to Tennessee. That's yeah. crazy, Don. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll just – so what I have, I'll stand by it. I got the Brownies coming to Pittsburgh, the Colts going to Buffalo, and the Ra- Ravens going to Tennessee. And I have – I have the – You have Miami going to right. Tennessee, Baltimore right. going to Pittsburgh. Cleveland and then the Browns going to Buffalo, which would be a perfect situation perfect. for Buffalo. And then look at those two fan bases starved of playoffs, like the Browns finally making the playoffs <laughs> in the last what thirteen years. At the Bills, Bills have made That's the funny. playoffs but haven't had a home game. Like I think it's a nice storyline there. It's a great storyline. Can't wait next week. To break these games down with your Dom. Playoffs, man. 2020. The chaos of 2020 leaking over into 2021 already. It's there, man. It's there. I, I got nothing else, Dom. You got anything else for the people? Enjoy the new year. Enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the time off. Stay safe. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for listening. we got big things planned for this year, 2021. Um, I'm really excited about it all. We'll, we'll recap a lot of it at the end of the season. Uh, until then, we will see you Take next week. Care. See you.